do, 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 guys, do, we are do. back. But we aren't really back anymore. We're back. I mean, we're back here doing our podcast, but yes. the team's not back. The team's not back. It I thought we were dem- back. I thought we had that 5 nothing win, and we were, we were going to change everything. It was a demoralizing loss. Of course, it's here at the worst place in the world. <laughs> Uh, Red Bull Arena. I, there's a stench in here. It's I, I, terrible. There's this horrible it smell. It smells just like New Jersey. <laughs> it's terrible. I, I'm almost speechless on how bad we were. It was bad. Like was from so all bad. assets of the game. Like I, I mean, let's let's not go too far into it. Let's first get into the lineups. All right. When you first saw the lineup, were you interested? Were you excited? Did you? I mean, not it, much changed. This game. It was the same lineup as last week. I think week. there might have been one change. But James Sands. Oh yes, yeah, James Sands. There was the concussion. Yeah, last week you had Sands in. I thought it was a good lineup. I said, hey, if it's not uh, broken, don't try to fix it, right? Uh, so I thought the lineup was good. I kind of wanted to see Mitcha. I thought, you know, the Red Bulls are going to press. Gray struggles offensively. Give Micha a chance. Maybe he can break that. I would have been. I would have. To me, it would have been interesting to see Micha start the game. Let's let's talk about Gray because Gray and Jason had no chemistry on that side. It was like the ball could not move fluently through that side, and they just kept trying to go through that side. I think that's why we saw that sub early from well in the second half by Cushing. Did you feel like they were struggling those two, right? Struggling big time. I mean, they put in Pellegrini. Which is tough, man. Like, we need a goal. Pellegrini has struggled offensively. I thought, if you're going to make a sub, try Jason with uh, Mitcha. Yeah. I, the Pellegrini calls uh, hard. We asked Cushing, or someone asked Cushing, oh, actually, Christian Smith from Five uh, Borough Footy, yeah. um, about the substitution. And he said he played, he put in hack. Because he wanted a three in the back. He wanted to go back to that formation. And um, he ended up starting or putting in Pellegrini because he said he's a dog. Pretty much that's what he said. He's a dog. Which is not a good reason to put somebody in. It's not a great reason. Like, this is when fans start getting frustrated, which I can understand. Put in a player because he's a dog? What does that even mean? He didn't use the word dog. No, but he he did reference, like, he has that intensity. Okay, why don't all your players have that intensity? Isn't that a coaching thing? Isn't that you should have your players revved up to go every game? Are they practicing hard enough? Who's who's not a dog? Who's not training hard enough? And and why aren't they on? Why aren't they being coached to be that way? You know what I mean? That's just that's just not a good answer. No, I mean, but Jason was playing with a lot of hustle and he was getting beat, man. And he was getting beat a lot. Well, um, defensively. Uh, defensively. And, and we let's get, and we know Pellegrini is a little stronger on the defense. Just yeah. want to throw that out there. But let, let's get back into the beginning of the game because it was like the press just destroyed it. And we knew this was coming. It's not like this is a new form, a new game plan by the Red Bulls. They were going to press us this whole game, and we knew it already. And we still didn't come out with the right intensity. Like, our back line wasn't able to get to the midfield it was just constant struggle after struggle after struggle bad pass after bad pass and i i was feeling like santi our 10 couldn't get the ball out to our wingers our attackers there was no danger in there it felt like the same old story that we've been talking about santi santi feels the pressure of the game and when he feels pressure what does he do he tries to put the game on his shoulders and it doesn't work he didn't want to distribute the ball. 
He was here again trying to dribble past players. He held on to the ball too long and a lot of uh, moments where we could have been better on offense. Uh, it was, it was unfortunately, I, I, Santi, you know, t- two of our DPs played terribly. I thought Santi played bad. I thought Tiago Martins kept choking under, you know, that high press. Yeah. And he kept making bad pass after bad pass. That we only gave up one goal off a penalty kick is shocking to me. I thought we were going to lose by more. No, exactly. And let's let's talk about that penalty kick. That, I mean, the penalty goal that we allowed. So, Tavon Gray basically passes it straight to the defender. He was struggling with the press all game. I mean, our whole back line was struggling with the press all game. Um, which then leads to James Sands fouling the Red Bull player inside the box. But that was a really bad foul by James Sands. Like, there's no reason. He was not in a dangerous angle to score a goal there. So why, why even try to foul at that point? Why reach into the ball? Let him come to you. There's no reason to foul there. That's a bad foul by James Sands, which was a bad pass by Tavon Gray. It's just bad. Yeah, agreed. And I think that comes from having a young team. It's just like these guys, that press was not only affecting them like physically, but you could see mentally, they were just like exhausted mentally and just started making mistake after mistake after mistake. And I think James Sands was frustrated with the way the game was being played and he made a, he made a dumb mistake. And, and it cost us the game, if you think about it. That was the only, it was what, two shots on goal yeah. by both teams, is my understanding of what Cushing said. And one of those ended up being uh, the goal that changed the game. Well, and we should talk about this. Um, Munsef Bakrar. Looked like he was trying to be that vertical threat all game, and the ball was just not getting to him. Like, I get it. There's a press. Just pass the ball. Do a long ball and see what happens. Because a few times that Baccarat did have the ball, he was moving with it. He got into the right places. He had defenders on skates a little. Like, why not feed him the ball deep? Why are we doing this back-to-back pass that, okay, I get it. It's part of our game plan. In this sense, it wasn't working. Go, go, go to Munsev, get him the ball. Super frustrating to see them sending the ball back. And not only were we frustrated, Munsev was visibly frustrated. He kept calling for the ball. I don't know if you could see that on TV, but he kept calling for the ball. He kept saying, give it to us, give it to me. And they weren't giving it to him. And I, I you know, put the most blame on that on the midfield. I feel like Keaton Parks, James Sands, Santi Rodriguez, they kept finding the person behind him and not just giving that opportunity to Munsef. And like you mentioned, when Munsef got the, a one-on-one opportunity, he was destroying that guy on him. I forgot what his name was, but um, he was destroying him. It's like, keep going to what's working. This guy's the X factor. Use the X factor. I felt like he was quiet this game, but not quiet because of uh, his own you know, game, it was because the team didn't feed it. And we did ask Nick Cushing. I did ask Nick Cushing, why didn't Musaf get the ball? And he's like, you know, the guy's been here for a week. You know, it's hard to get him into the game plan. But my thing is, you, it's been seven days. And we... No, I'm sorry. We didn't see your charger. Apologize. Um, we saw... I got caught. I got caught. Oh, what was I talking about? I don't <laughs> I remember. No she wanted her cell phone charger and it threw me <laughs> off. But, but um, Moonside Bakar, you were talking about oh, how yeah, you wanted yeah, the ball. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the we, press conference. Yes. We went to the press conference. We asked them why didn't Moonside get the ball more. He was visibly frustrated. And, and, and Cushion's answer was 
He's been here for seven days. He just doesn't know the game plan. It was hard to just fit him into this plan and say, you know, he's going to run. He's saying this is how well, it's well, going to well, I, I don't think he was necessarily saying Moonsef doesn't know the game plan. It's that the our surrounding players haven't played with a number nine that's a true vertical threat since Dante Castellanos. Let's be real. It's been that long since they've had a number nine that's a vertical threat and is going to get behind the back line. So they don't know how to pass it to him. Yeah. They re- I, this is crazy to me that you have a team that cannot feed the ball to a nine because it's been so long since you had a nine. Exactly. Like, that's a problem. <laughs> I do also think you got to put this on Cushing and say, why didn't you spend the entire week of training you had seven days feed, to go, learn how to feed Moonsef. yes feed moons of the ball vertically i don't care what else you do don't do the back we knew the press was coming exactly <laughs> and we know they were vulnerable in that back line because the press was coming we played the red bulls more, like how many times just thousands of times we know the game plan they haven't changed it in years and that they weren't able to uh, to to feed moons i think was really frustrating and I don't know if we want to get into this where you were thinking about going next, but the substitutions. No, yeah. Moonsef so, so yeah, really let's tough. talk about that. The Moonsef substitution. Why do you... So, Nick Cushing after the game said, oh, I put Talis Magno in because he's a DP. He did not say that. He said something along the lines about Talis Magno being a DP. Of course he's going to get some time. That's that's what I heard. You could correct me if I'm wrong. We could roll the tape later or we'll somebody correct me in the YouTube comments. But... He substitutes Munsef for Talis Magno. Why? Like, I don't get that. We already know Talis Magno is not the true nine, right? We know that's not what he's good at. But you know what he's great at? Feeding a true number nine, right? When when Tati was here, Talis was able to break a defender and get that ball into the, into the box. So why would you make that substitution? Agreed. I thought Talis Magno should have came in the game, but I definitely think he should have kept Munsef in the game. What Cushing did say, I didn't hear the DP comment, but what he did say was Musev hasn't played since May. Asking 90 minutes out of Musev is asking too much. However, this is a knockout game. This is a derby game. He has another, what, 20 days off? Let the man play 90 minutes. He was obviously the biggest uh, threat, threat which is Red which is not saying much because there was re- I don't even know did we, you said we had a shot on goal it doesn't even feel like we I had think a we shot. had two shots on goal um but there's another thing that happened Siegel was subbed in in the what 89th minute yes okay when Siegel gets in the game I noticed this he tells Talis you're you gotta like move to the left I'm be playing the nine if you're gonna say <laughs> that that Siegel should play the nine sub him in for Munsev why like what well, is the reasoning okay well Cushing and did. then you had gray in the back for so long we don't need defense at this point <laughs> we're down one nothing i'm Agreed. just i'm so frustrated right now and, and the fans are frustrated too i i saw in one of these comments before that said like the fans were chanting chanting cushing out and and cushing could say all these things in the press conference like this is when we need the fans the most the fans are fed up and a lot of these substitutions weren't the best Yes. To be honest, a lot is to go to blame on Cushing on these substitutions and maybe the game plan because we had no vertical threat and we needed it. We needed to at least act like we had a vertical threat that was going to be dangerous so that it could push them off. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, to, to my, I, I get the frustration, but I do think that Munsef is, out of all the signings, Munsef is the only one who's getting playing time, right? And right before Munsef, this team was terrible right 
or at least didn't have that vertical threat. It's, to, well, to, it's only been two I think, games. I think so. the expectation to say the guy's been here for seven days, we should be winning every game afterwards, is a little outrageous. I think, I think, you know, and I know I have been giving a gigantuous leash to Cushing and his, and I do, and I disagree with the substitutions, and I've given him a big leash just in general, but I think that he, he has 20 days to train. He has all these new players. We got to make it to the playoffs. I think that's kind of, in a way, the way we judge Cushing. I think to say, yeah, I'm upset that we lost against the Red Bulls, too. I am also upset that we lost a derby match. Super upset by some of the substitutions. I thought Munsev should have stayed for the full 90 minutes. I think you should have brought in Talos Magno earlier. And I agree. I don't think we needed Gray. And I would have started Mitra. But I think at the same time, give... I mean, it doesn't make sense, anyways, to replace the coach. And so, I don't know, you didn't really say it's Cushing out, but I can no. tell your frustration that people want Cushing out. But I'm saying we have, we have to win seven of the ten games, potentially, to make it to the playoffs. We have a lot of firepower coming in. Then I think we accurately judge Cushing. I think today, at this moment, I completely get the frustration. But the expectation, I mean, what was the expectation? We weren't going to win this League's Cup. Did you think we were going to? I did. I made a bracket say well, we were going to win it. But did I really mean that? Okay, okay. But did we have a chance to beat the Red Bulls? We did. So then you should be frustrated. You get me? <laughs> like, if you had a chance, this team is not top of the league. This is a team maybe two, I think they're just two games above us. We'll only one win more than us. Yes. Uh, the youngest team in the league. Yes. And you're saying we can't beat them? I'm like, not, like I'm saying we lost 1-0. It's not like we got destroyed. What I'm saying is, yeah, we lost 1-0, but earlier you said we could have lost 3-4-0. That's true. Because the press dominated all game and we couldn't adjust. Yes. And, and Cushing said, oh, I, I brought in another defender so that we can get out of the back line so it put a little bit less pressure on the back line. It didn't work. Yeah. It didn't work. It, Ten minutes in, maybe he should have been like, all right, that's not going to work. All right, Tavon, you're out. Let's get Talis Magno in. Let's start doing this offensive. Let's start pushing these guys forward. It's just, I'm, I'm just, I'm frustrated. Agreed. Um, I mean, I, I, I feel you. But um, what else do we got? It was a physical game, though. It was a physical game. I think something on the, on the coaching that I do, I do think we could have played the game more on the left. I saw some options. I saw. I noticed that there was this game plan where they were doing where the Red Bulls would overload a side, Hack would then get it to Sands, and then Sands had an opportunity to pass it to Baki, Bakra, or to pass it to the right. And I think, you know, to me, Sands had a really poor game this time because I thought he had multiple opportunities to distribute that ball, especially when they kept overloading the left. And and he, I, think, I think he was scared. I think honestly, like he was, he wasn't confident in his own ability to get that ball to uh, Munsef. We kind of expect more from you know, kind of a veteran from this team. Uh, yeah. So I think I, I was a little disappointed by the Sands play. Um, the only I person just, I thought who had like a pretty decent game was Kean Parks, and yeah, and that's not and that's not to say much because I also thought Kean Parks had some poor moments throughout the game too. But this game felt like it was calling for a number ten, and we know we're hearing rumblings that Maxi Morales might be coming he's back. He's definitely coming back. Well, okay. how do you feel so definite about it? I mean, my man's quit his job <laughs> purposely, uh, and then was like, you know. New York sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming back. But this that's what I'm saying. This game called for a field general who knows how to get past a press team. that, And that's what we're missing. I think we get Maxi Morales. 
He's, he needs to play every game for 90 minutes. I don't oh, care yeah. if he's 36 yeah, yeah, yeah. years old. Let's have a 36 year old. <laughs> no, play no, for 90 I don't minutes. care. We need Maxi out there. Um, I agree. I think Maxi could have gotten, could have fed Munsef more. I don't know why Santi struggled so much on that and why he didn't give Munsef more of those opportunities. Uh, maybe it was just a, yeah, it was a mental thing. Maybe it was just the pressure because no, he's talented enough to do it. I just Santi's talented enough, but he's not a true number ten. And the games uh, like this, the games, games like this reflect that. A true number ten could get you out of a press situation, and and find players making those runs. That's not happening right now. Yeah. But he's also a young guy. He's still developing. Maxi Morales has been doing it for twenty something years. I just find that you know, I, I get it. I get it. For a DP signing, he did not play up to that level. Uh, but he's still a young. It's still young. I don't know. I'm like mad at these guys, but at the same time, the expectations right before we signed Munza, right before we beat Toronto 5-0, were so much lower that coming over here and saying, "Okay, now we should just win every game," it's just obvious that that's what's going to happen. I think. There's still a lot of chemistry that needs to be built with these new players. If Muntzev would have been here from the beginning of the year and we still had this game, I would be pissed. Yeah. But Muntzev's been here for five minutes. Do what? I think Talish Magno was the answer? Absolutely not. My man's has played poor striker no, all I, year round, and then you yeah, put him exactly. as number nine. I Don't play him a as a nine. Idea. That's the dumbest part. That's the thing that got me frustrated. Yeah. Talis Magno should have been on the field. Yeah. Just not as a number nine. Yes. Put in Siegel, then oh, put in Siegel and Talis Magno at the same time. Yes. Um, but you you actually talked to someone from the NYCFC staff who said they needed this break. Like they were excited about League's Cup, but they needed that break. Well, how did that conversation? Yeah. Go? So um, so last game we said, hey, I was you know we were just walking to the car, uh, bumped into an executive and said, you happy we won the game? And they said, you know, we're gonna try to win this. We're starting our starters. We're trying our team, but at the same time, our boys need their rest and. They, um, and you know, it's been a long, long season, and, and our, some of our boys are playing international leave. Our priority is to win the MLS Cup. I mean, not, I'm sorry, I'm lying, I'm lying to you. So, we're <laughs> making it to the playoffs. I got too excited, oh, yeah. I got too excited to make it to the playoffs. And they, they said that we're, we need to make it to the playoffs. And this was before all those signings last week, right? Well, they, it was well, just moon They probably told you that because these signings were coming. But that, but I just feel like that validates that, right? I don't think he said that, and then uh, and then just said that to like make me feel better. I think not only did he say that, but in this week's worth of time, we're seeing that they're really serious about making. If you if you weren't serious about making it to the MLS playoffs, then you wouldn't be signing Pereira, right? Then you wouldn't, you know. I think Pereira is the big one on us. The other ones no. are oh, Julian or Maxi Morales. Julian I know we don't have Maxi. Yeah, well, Julian Fernandez. I know, but Julian exciting. Fernandez is also like a long-term player. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not just the next ten games. Yeah. But Pereira, Maxi coming back. Those are we need to make it to the playoffs because Maxi ain't playing. I don't know. I don't know if Maxi's playing next year too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think they are really serious about trying to make a run this year. I heard that verbally. I feel like those signings show that it's frustrating we win this. But, in my opinion, now that we're out, MLS Cup's more important than League's Cup. <laughs> oh, now that we're out. Now that we're out. Now, Messi, you can go ahead and win the yeah, whole tournament. Yeah, now, now we're all Miami fans. Um, talking about that, we, we talk about all these signings now. I know there's been a lot. You've been talking a lot about David Lee himself. What do you, where do you stand with David Lee now after these signings? Granted, I still wanted you to say Maxi Morales is not official. 
it's Max, still he's official. It's bro. not official yet. Oh so if it's not official, where do you grade him now? Is he still like uh, you were down on the dumps on David Lee, or you were down on the team for not having a true message of how they're yes. going to progress? I, I mean, I still think the communication has been terrible, and I think they could but the, better it, the, the the communication. I don't think it's David Lee's job to make sure those that's communicated correctly. I think it's the communications team to say it's been communicated correctly. Well, uh, they they don't need to communicate with you if they're making signings. That's the communication to the team. Like we're going for it, right? Yeah, I mean, I, well, then they made the signs. Uh, if you ask me to grade his signings, I think it's TBD. I don't want to make a flake. I don't want to. I don't oh, want to. Thank you for making the show so interesting. <laughs> TBD. Or, or for now, I mean, I think that it's a little funny that you replace Maxi with Maxi. <laughs> uh, but I think we never expected Maxi to. They, they, David Lee said that he didn't expect Maxi to leave in the first place. Maxi left. Uh, Maxi came back. He you know might. I mean? Well, you're still grading it on the Maxi card. Maxi's we coming back, okay. homie. And I think Munsev. I mean, bro, he's showing it. Munsev is going to be the striker. I'm. I was okay. Uh, he's like, the striker of a team with no strikers. <laughs> Let's no, not no, overhype no, this. No, this no, is not no, a messy no, no. signing. But the talent there, you can see the talent. You can see that this guy's going to be. A I don't beast. know how you can see the talent when the team can't even feed him right now. <laughs> Where are you seeing this talent, bro? He's making because because you can see the way he's the way he's pushing the way he's making space for the other teammates the way he's actually like you know trying to press he's fast look, look i want to i want to be excited about Moonset. do you think Moonset's not a good sign i think i, I think, think you're three, so frustrated by this no, loss that you're like I, everybody sucks no i think Everyone's it's been terrible. only three games and two yeah, games no three he started oh, he yeah, got yeah, some yeah, minutes yeah, but yeah, i mean yeah. he only got 10 minutes yeah, yeah, but yeah. i think i think for Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to leave I right think, now. We're getting kicked out, guys. I think for... What was I going to say? Now we're getting kicked out. Whoa, that's a wrap, guys. <laughs> um, I think that's it, right? I think... I think I get the frustration. I fans let's were all frustrated. To, let's give it to the end of the season, Well, guys. now we got 17 days to think about this frustration. <laughs> so let it boil over. No, I'm still going to be pissed after 17 days. I'm, I'm fueling Twitter's right going to be toxic for 17 <laughs> days until we beat Minnesota. We'll which see. we have to, I mean, they're must wins. No, All these no. games are must wins now. That's If you come into this and you come in with a loss, oh, my gosh. <laughs> We're just, I think Twitter's going to lose his gonna mind. Be, I'm going to lose my gonna mind. It's going to be the City Boys Cushion Out podcast because of this guy. All right. It's been nice talking. We're getting kicked out. All right. Peace. peace. <laughs> <laughs>